Welcome to the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast. This thing is huge. It's the greatest, most outrageous, incredibly fun podcast on the internet today. It's all about the Don. The most spectacular entrepreneur alive today. For entrepreneurs who also want to dominate their market and destroy their competition. You should be your competition's huge problem. This is the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast with Steve Cypress and Everett Fornell. Welcome to another episode of the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast, the most rude, interrupting, terrible podcast by terrible people who are rude and interrupting and need to sit down and pass the mic. Speaking of which, I'm about to pass the mic to the greatest podcast co-host in the world. It's Mr. Everett Farnell. Oh, thank you so much, Steve. I very much appreciate that. And i got to tell you, just this last week, I had to ban somebody's IP address from downloading our podcast. Believe it or not, they were so rude and so abusive and so ugly that I yanked their credentials. And they That's no it. Longer we pulled their credentials. From to, they can no longer listen to the lessons learned from Donald Trump podcast, which is their loss. I mean, we could have just ignored them. Well, they have no constitutional right to listen. They can claim it, but they have no right to listen to our incredibly powerful and amazing business building information. They have no right to take part in our community, which is blowing the doors from sea to shining sea off of their businesses, looking to expand, looking to get bigger, looking to make entrepreneurialism great again. They have no right to take part in that, even though they want to. They want to claim a right. They want to Well, yeah, they're going to they cite the a, First Amendment, the right to receive speech, the it, right to it, listen to a podcast, even though it, they really want to interrupt and pontificate and give their own opinions and be rude and obnoxious to us. Exactly. So we had to let them go. <laughs> and in case you're, listening, <laughs> you're wondering, if you could possibly be wondering what the topic is this week, it's the old Jim Acosta versus Donald Trump ding, 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 round whatever it is, where uh, this clown doesn't just figure that even though in the whole history of America, every single reporter's job in a press conference is to ask a question, he figures that he's up on the debate stage and he's there to debate and to tell Donald Trump what he thinks. And I mean, it's just amazing. And so you got to know Donald Trump was just going to go shut up and sit down. <laughs> like, right. But here's the thing. Trump always says it nicely. I mean, I love it. Trump bullies people in a courteous way. He goes, please <laughs> sit down. No, I'm not talking to you. Please sit down. I didn't ask you a question. Thank you. Please sit down. He's rude in a nice way. Acosta's just rude and rude. And But, you know, Acosta's pulling a page out of the Trump playbook anyway. Just be ridiculous and suck all the air out of the room and get all the attention. And that's why, if you ask me, instead of pulling his credentials and making, giving, you know, wings to the story for a few more days, and they have to go back and forth and CNN, this and that, and ooh, ah, is it constitutional, just said, you know, hey, Sarah, from now on, that guy doesn't get to ask a question ever. And let him just sit there. By the way, I mean, 90% of that room never asks a question. They just sit there. Right. They just sit there taking notes. See, the problem with Acosta is he'd probably stand up and start yelling they didn't call on him. So what? That's my point. You ignore him. 
So now it's very clear that he's standing up and disrupting the whole thing. He didn't ask a question. I mean, that, he would sit there maybe once, maybe twice, and then he he wouldn't, I don't think, stand up and interrupt the thing. He would do it on the air instead. CNN would come out with a statement, oh, we are not to be ignored, freedom of the press, he's repressing the press, and blah, 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 and a who and a ha, anyway. So how does any of this possibly relate to be a lesson to be learned from Donald Trump for our dear listeners who are some of the sharpest and soon to be absolutely boomingly growing, thanks to listening to this podcast on a consistent basis, listeners? Well, the answer is you have to sometimes fire the client. You have to sometimes fire the customer. You have to sometimes tell them when they're calling your office, when they're hassling you, when they're bothering you, when they're giving you a tough time, sometimes you just have to say goodbye. Here's your money back. Done. I'm not dealing with you anymore. You're too much of a pain in the ass. And the way to do that, of course, is to have a extraordinarily full funnel, which we have shared tips and techniques on how to make sure that your funnel is overflowing with new prospects every day, every minute of every day. But you have to make sure you have plenty of new prospects. And then if you have a customer who's giving you a hard time, giving your staff a hard time, breaking your chops, just making life a nightmare, you write a check. If you're local, you get together with them. If you're doing business over a distance, you just simply send the check and you say, look, I'm sorry you feel that way, but you're taking up too much of my staff's time, and obviously we're not going to be able to make you happy. Here's a refund of the money you gave me. Thank you very much. Have a nice life. And I will tell you, the first time you do it, it's very nerve-wracking because before you do it. And then when you get done doing it, and the customer goes, oh, but, what, uh, uh, what, how, what, no, I, I don't want to do, I, I want to, uh, no, no. And you say, listen, I appreciate it, but we're obviously not able to service you in the way that you would like to be serviced, so I'd rather just give you your money back, and we'll shake hands and separate as friends. And then you leave there, and you feel so incredibly good about it. Like business just takes on, you're no longer you realize from that moment on, you will never be subject to an abusive, nasty, ugly client ever again, that you can just give them their money back and say thank you. And even if it's a stretch to give them their money back, even if it hurts, and look, I've done it sometimes when it has hurt, but even if it hurts, customer's not happy, customer won't be happy, customer can't be happy, you give them their money back and say, look, instead of fighting with you, instead of arguing with you, instead of going back and forth with you, let me just give you your money back and we'll go our separate ways. Now, this, I'm not talking about because you and the customer had a, a, a minor difference of opinion or because there was a stressful period in the relationship for a very short period of time. Adults work through that stuff. I'm talking about a customer who is being abusive to you, abusive to your staff, who is taking up too much time, who is not profitable stunning how many people will keep a, a, a client who's not profitable because they don't want to lose the top line revenue, even though if they drop them, their bottom line revenue will go up. It's amazing to me how many people do that, but they do. And when you start firing the client, oh, life just becomes so much easier, doesn't it, Steve? Absolutely, 100%. And I just had a client report to me yesterday that he finally took my advice and did that for the first time. And just like you said, and just like I said when I counseled him, he felt a million percent better, like a huge load was lifted off of him, because that's what it's like dealing with a problem customer, client, patient, member, whatever it is in your business. It's a huge load of stress and trouble 
often more than it's worth. And if you didn't see the red flags and the warning signs ahead of time or you were so desperate or for whatever reason you accepted the person, you need to be able to understand and to admit to yourself that it's better to admit the mistake, cut the ties, and let them go. Now, we've talked about this type of thing with Donald Trump very often in the last two and a half years or so here on the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast, but I think we've always discussed it in terms of him letting go staff. And so we talk about letting go the problem employee. In this case, Jim Acosta, Trump never hired him. He never vetted him. He's not on Trump's staff. Trump had nothing to do with bringing him in. So it's not really getting rid of an employee. This is a more touchy issue, which is why it's a story in the news with Trump and Acosta going back and forth and how it's a different thing likely than you've ever done. Almost every business owner, hopefully, if you're listening, you've been in business for any length of time, you have hired and fired people. Maybe perhaps you have not fired the problem client like Everett just so eloquently let you know you ought to do. In fact, if you think about it, the only possible benefit you might think of keeping the problem client would be, like Everett said, for that top-line revenue. But if you did the math of how much time and stress and energy and possibly even resources and money it's costing you, you've got to realize that it makes more sense to cut them loose. And the next time you have a problem customer or client member, patient, I want you to think of Jim Acosta and go, hey, this guy's giving me a lot of grief. He's causing a lot of trouble, and I'm going to let him go, like Everett said on the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast, and like I saw Donald Trump do in the press conference that he held in the White House. And I want to bring up one other minor point, and I know I'm going to kind of scoot into the advanced tips, so forgive me, but I just want to make sure that we cover it. I just want to make sure that people get a little taste because it's so important. It's such an important part of this. And what they don't realize is that those problem clients, those pain-in-the-butt clients who are always calling, what one of the problems that business owners find is that they're not the ones talking to them. So you have staff members who are getting abused and called names and treated unfairly and improperly. And that, even though it shouldn't, that does affect morale. It's going to affect your staff morale. And when you fire that client and come back and tell that person, that account rep, or the customer service person who was handling that account, and you tell them, listen, I don't like the way the guy has been treating you. I have now let that client go. I've gotten rid of that client. I will not stand up for you being treated like that by any customer, no matter how much they're paying for our service. Uh, You will create an insane amount of loyalty and appreciation among your staff because now they feel like you're standing behind them. Now they feel like they have somebody, they're working for somebody who cares about them and it will do wonders for morale. Absolutely. I can give you a concrete example of that. It goes back to one of the first jobs I ever had when I was a teenager in high school pumping gas. And we had, I think I've shared this story before here on the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast, so I'll keep it short for our most loyal listeners that have heard it before. We had, and were famous for having, the lowest cost of gasoline back during the gas crisis of the 1970s where they even rationed gas and you could only, the last number of your license plate, you could only get gas on the odd day or the even day of the month. And we had, everyone knew, the lowest price gas around. We were just over the George Washington Bridge in New Jersey, but only about two miles from New York City. We even had cab drivers would drive over from New York City and pay the toll just to get gas at our place. It was that much cheaper than anything around. So we had lines like you wouldn't believe. And in the middle of the summer, this was all happening. If you remember back then, and everyone's hot, 
and upset. I mean, who the heck wants to have to wait for two hours to be rationed only five gallons of gas anyway, and only on a, the day you're allowed to go and all this stuff. So everyone's miserable and irate. And the greatest thing was any customer that gave us the gas jockeys, the gas pumpers, any grief at all. We had the world's greatest manager who came out from his office and would ream out the customer and tell him that's it, just like the soup Nazi, he was the gas Nazi. He's like, that's it, get out of the line and don't ever come back, see ya. And exactly like you said, right on cue, that raised the morale of all four, five, six of us, however much of Ron Duty and the word spread, and like we always knew that the manager had our back. It didn't mean that we were going to be rude to customers. It meant that if we were polite and did the right thing and just were doing our job and somebody was out of line, our manager's going to do exactly like you said, Everett, exactly like you see Donald Trump did, take control, call the person out, and banish them from the premises. And that is this week's lesson learned from Donald Trump. However, as always, it's only very scratching the surface, only the beginning of the lesson to be learned this week for the advanced tip of the week. As always, just head on over to LessonsLearnedFromDonaldTrump.com and you can seriously profit from an advanced tip that we have based on the Jim Acosta versus Donald Trump ongoing saga. And as always, we'll be back here again next week with another lesson learned from Donald Trump. You've just listened to the most terrific podcast on the internet today. If you want to be a winner like Trump, make sure to go listen to the rest of the episodes and get our advanced tip of the week by going to LessonsLearnedFromDonaldTrump.com. And join us next time, unless you like being a loser. Some people do. Trust me.